Blog Talk Radio. How would you like to get the inside scoop on the secret sauce of show business? Imagine being ahead of the pack when it comes to knowing how to land that part you crave in that film, play, or TV program. Listen to the Inside Acting Radio Show hosted by William Powell, the king of D.C. media, at blogtalkradio.com. Search Inside Acting. Good evening, dear listeners. This evening, we'll tackle the intriguing topic of whitewashing and blackwashing in Hollywood. Now, for years, ethnic characters have been played by non-ethnic actors, and in more recent times, Hollywood studios have been casting ethnic characters in traditionally non-ethnic roles. Two prominent examples of this are the casting of singer Hale Bailey in Disney's live-action remake of The Little Mermaid. Also, in recent news, Lashana Lynch has been cast as an agent who takes on the famous 007 moniker in the next James Bond film. So, you know, there's two sides of this argument. Now, some say that uh, characters should maintain their racial and sexual identities and that it's best for Hollywood to create new non-ethnic characters. The other side of that coin is that there's others that contend that it's okay to change the racial and sexual identity of characters because it, in fact, fosters diversity in film and television. Now, we have four guests tonight. And they are very accomplished uh, actors in their own right. And we've got Sam Lukowski, Sherry McCain, Neil Fruin, and Kristen Briscoe. They'll be joining us tonight to discuss this topic. So I see that the switchboard is electrified with callers. So let me see if I can bring everyone on the air. Good evening. Who do we have on the line? Why, hello there. Okay, well, Neil. I'm Neil. And, okay, and who else is on there? I see one other person. This is Kristen Briscoe. Hey, Kristen. All right. All right. Thanks Hello. For calling. How are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very mm-hmm. good. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Very good. So let's go ahead and get started here. So I guess the hot topic is, you know, back in July 3rd, uh, it was announced that the singer – Hale Bailey, everybody calls her Holly Berry. I guess I'm pronouncing her name right. Hale Bailey, H A L L E. Haley. 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 Bailey. I actually <laughs> used to teach Zumba with her uncle at the National Harbor when he had a gym on uh, at the National Harbor. So. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I believe wow. I, I believe I believe they're from this area. I believe they started off on YouTube. Nice, nice. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. she's an R&B mm-hmm. singer. She I guess she started off like uh, what's the guy from Canada? Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Justin, Justin Bieber. Okay, well anyway, let's go ahead and plug into this. So. Uh, so basically, uh, this young lady was cast as uh, the mermaid in The Little Mermaid. And I think the original film was, uh, was like a 
uh, cartoon back in the 80s, so now they're going to have a live-action remake. And so uh, it looks like uh, this Little Mermaid, and the original story, I think, was uh, from Denmark. It was uh, Hans Christian Andersen. He uh, was a very interesting gentleman. He wrote this back in the, the 1800s. So now you're going to have a black Little Mermaid. So I guess, Neil, I'll start with you. What's your opinion on that? I don't understand what the forces of you know it's the Little Mermaid is a fictional character. Um, it doesn't matter, you know. There, there. I, I think what's happening is there's a lot of people who are who are trying to point a finger preemptively, you know, to to start a controversy. And I mean, it's great for the show, man. It just gets people interested in it. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Okay, yeah. it's good publicity. Okay, well, Kristen, uh, what's what's your uh, what's your opinion? I think Disney knows what they're doing. Um, I think Disney is seeing the success of Marvel, the success of Black Panther, the success of uh, you know all the Avenger movies, and um, basically diversity is where the money is. And I think Hollywood is recognizing that um, if you want a movie to do well or a television show to do well, then you have to have some diversity. So I think, um, you know, they're thinking with their pockets really. Um, But it's good for those of us um, African-American female actors um, that more opportunities are being uh, afforded to us. Yeah, yeah. I will say one thing. I do know that I think that uh, African Americans are are more likely to to watch TV. So you do have a lot of eyeballs out there. So now let's move on to uh, Lashana Lynch. Now I heard this today. It looks like this young lady. She was in uh, what was it? The Captain Marvel, the one the, the one made by Marvel Studios, and now they're gonna. She's not going to be the new James Bond, but she's going to be a character that takes the 007 label. I thought that was really mm-hmm. interesting. So, Neil, what's your opinion on that? I'm I'm actually kind of curious to see this because they can do this. Um, you know, I'm a former competitive martial artist, and I know um, a well-trained woman can be deadly. And, yeah. you know, what, what I'm, you know, I what what I'm curious is to see is if they're going to do this because if you get a if you get the average man against the average woman you know men are bigger and stronger you know without without training or equal training men are bigger and stronger men have an advantage that doesn't mean men always win believe me I've caught plenty of beating the teeth from women before <laughs> out on a mat <laughs> excuse me out on a mat. But I'm 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 actually kind of excited to see this because there's so many different directions they can take this. I mean, is she going to use her you know use her head more and not get physical as much, or is she going to be you know like oh god um, ah brain dead boy in um, in the Avengers series Scarlett Johansson Romanoff uh-huh. Agent Romanoff is she going to be an Agent Romanoff type? I'm really I'm really curious to see that. I mean as as the there there's things that 
I mean, what we look like doesn't matter. Only an idiot cares about the skin color, hair color, heritage, stuff like that. That that's that's not important stuff. You know, but there are actual real differences between people sometimes. And I'm just I'm really curious. I'm really excited to see this, see how they handle it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Krista, what's your take on that? Well, Speaking from some, as someone who hasn't seen a, a Bond film in probably like 10, 15 years, like I can't even remember the last time I saw a James Bond film, um, you know, because of this new character being introduced and it's someone that I can identify with, I might um, consider seeing the film. So if anything, it's just going to open up the audience, um, you know, to people that maybe will open up the franchise to people who might not have been interested before. So, I mean, like I said, I think Hollywood is recognizing um, that diversity is, you know, where it's at. So I think they're, they're being smart. And I think it will be just as physical. I mean, I, I really do. I've done a little stunt training, um, not a whole lot, but I know that I'm pretty sure they're going to uh, keep it on par with the rest of the films and that she's going to be a very physical um, character. I'm pretty sure. Because, I mean, it's an action film. So, you know, I'm pretty sure it's going to deliver on on the fight scenes and the special effects and the, you know, I'm pretty sure they're going to stick to the same format as the other films. Yeah. I really do hope so. I really do hope so. Because, yeah, that's, I mean, you know, it's, I'm one, I don't care about race. Um, I see somebody on the screen, I don't care what color they are. But I want my daughter to see a woman that's not afraid to kick somebody in the teeth if they need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, unfortunately there are lots of people who do care about race. And one of my coworkers showed me a picture that was floating around social media of a black face mermaid with buck teeth uh, perched on a watermelon that had been uh, circulating around social media because of how people feel about this African-American female being cast as Ariel. So, yeah, unfortunately, some people are... Don't get me wrong. I enjoy a good racial joke every now and then. You know, every now and then you throw a stereotype at me, and I'm going to eat it up because it's funny. But, you know, really... Mermaids yeah. don't eat watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> everyone likes watermelon, so I don't know why it's exclusively such a a black thing. There's plenty of people that love well, watermelon. So. Only thing I can <laughs> say about that is sometimes it's you got to be careful what you ascribe meaning to. The, 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 the more you look at things, if you look at things differently, the, the things you look at change. So. You know, you can you can make something either you know worse than it is or 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 better than it is sometimes, but then sometimes it has to be be dealt with. Another thing I'll throw in there is that that Neil, I appreciate what you said about uh, 
Oh, you know, having a woman on there that would, would kick somebody in the teeth if they needed. Because I know my daughter hates Star Wars, but then I I showed her Star Wars, and it's like she does appreciate Princess Leia. So I mean, I, I guess there there is something to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we look we look for role models in in different places. I mean, I because I've been thinking about this, and I look back in my childhood. And I look at some of the role models I had, and unfortunately, man, I'm 56 years old. In my childhood, you know, I thought I thought Shaft was cool, but he really wasn't put out as a as, as a role model for kids. He wasn't a superhero. He was just a guy that straightened out his neighborhood, you know. But that okay. Other than Shaft, name another black you know another black hero from back then, you know. And brother, there's black heroes everywhere today. You yeah. know, it's I, 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 you know, it's something I don't care about race. I hope to teach my children that the color of somebody's skin doesn't matter. It's what they do that matters. That's the way I was raised. Um, and you know, I was, I was, I grew up in Hawaii where I was the minority. But it, so I, I guess that that has an effect on my opinion. But, I mean. I do like to see all these different role models out here. I don't understand why people get upset about it. I mean, is yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't think I should be cast as Kunta Kinte. That won't work because, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. He was a black man. That is central to the story. Yeah. You know, you, would, you wouldn't cast okay. me as Nelson Mandela either ahead, because his race is central to his story. You know, everything yeah. he went through because of his race. But you pick um, the Green Lantern has been both black and white. It doesn't matter. Well, if you look back at the beginning of cinema, um, that's where blackface derived from was having white people play ethnic characters and altering the color of their skin to make them look more ethnic. And, you know, I think – um, it's something that really just just recently I watched a film, The Cocaine Godmother with Catherine Zeta-Jones, and I didn't know this, but she's Welsh, and there was some controversy about her playing a Hispanic uh, woman because I didn't know she wasn't Hispanic, but, uh, you know, um, her origins are not Hispanic. Um, so, you know, I think there's more accountability and that casting directors, directors, and producers know that um, that they're going to be held to a higher standard when it comes to who they're casting and, um, you know, if they, uh, you know, have someone that represents um, all of their audience. Um, and they don't want to leave anyone out. Um, so I think right. casting is definitely becoming more inclusive. Exactly. It's, okay, I'm going to yeah, get rid of the drop. Go oh. ahead, Neil. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say it, it gets to it, it gets it gets to the point of you know the mo- the the most qualified person for the job. It doesn't matter what their skin color is. Now, if you were looking for somebody to play Nelson Mandela, 
Okay, suddenly skin colors, color matters. If you're looking for somebody to play somebody else, maybe not so much. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's just one of the things in fictional stories, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, Ariel's a cartoon character, and that's what the director yeah. of the the director spoke out against um, some of the cr- criticism he was getting, saying that without doubt he knows that he chose the correct person, and that her he said her 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 voice and her her spirit are that of Ariel, and he knows and and. He knows that without doubt he made the correct decision in his casting. So, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. I'm guess, sure he. And when when it hits the stage, we'll find out if we agree with him or not. Until then, we yeah. won't know. We need to see, yeah, we need to see the lady play the part. You know, yeah, true. You no, know, because I mean, you wouldn't cast me as Ariel One. I'm ugly, and two, I can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys are doing so well. You kind of wiped out my next two questions. Uh, I think you pretty much wiped them out. Uh, next two questions were when is whitewashing appropriate and then when is blackwashing appropriate? And I think, Neil, I think you kind of uh, touched on that a little bit, uh, the second one. Uh, Kristen, do you have any any uh, input on the first one? When is whitewashing appropriate? Um. I think I think in the realm of fiction, where the character, um, you know, in, in the realm of fiction, basically, you know, that's what what I think. Um, but if it's you know something historical and you're you're playing a well known historical figure, then I think the ethnicity needs to be accurate. But if it's you know, these uh, superhero characters as cartoons or mythical creatures, then I think, um, you know, who you cast um, should be based on who's right for the role and not what ethnicity they are. Yeah, so I think you, you and Neil agree on that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you – I mean, you – you 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 wouldn't hire Robert De Niro to play President Obama in a movie. It just it's not gonna it's it don't work. And you're not gonna right. hire you, William, to play President Trump in a movie. That won't work either. Right. Yeah. It's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that tickles me for some reason. Okay, so let's throw this out here. You know this guy. This is Black Libertarian. I, I listen to him sometime. He's this. Uh, He's kind of this comic book movie enthusiast guy. He calls himself, um, uh, what is he called, Black Ripper? I think he calls himself, whatever. But anyway, this dude is, he's saying that uh, when you, when you like in the case of Ariel in the, in the Little Mermaid, he calls it black tokenism, that, that instead of, uh, in, you know, creating original black characters that basically – they're basically blackwashing characters. He's saying it's just tokenism. He's just throwing that out there. They should make more original black characters. So, uh, Kristen, what, what's your opinion on that? Is that is this just tokenism? Um, I think I I don't think it's tokenism. I think they're trying to broaden their audience basically by picking someone who um 
you know, is more recognizable to a broader audience. <clears throat> okay. Okay, Neil, yeah, what's your take I, on that? I, I see the point he's trying to make um, because, to be honest, uh, my opinion – Part of the reason he's doing this, the Disney casting her as Ariel is the controversy because it brings it brings more audience members. People are going to watch it because they want her su- to succeed. People are going to watch it because they want to see her fail. Mm-hmm. So they're curious, you know, they're 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 curious about that. I do agree, man. Come up with new characters. I mean, a good the story's been told. Tell another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the way to look at it. Okay, so uh, what's the best way to increase diversity in Hollywood, Kristen? Um, I do agree um, that we need to have tell our stories have you know a lot of times when i see um actually netflix has some great content for diverse uh with diverse characters um you know a lot of times when i see african-american film um it's it's always you know very heavy subject matter um you know when they see us type films or even if Beale Street could talk that was a pretty um heavy subject subject matter and a lot of uh the films are um you know very heavy in in subject matter but it's nice to see some people of color just living their lives you know not to one extreme or the other, just a regular everyday, um, you know, girl, someone that I can identify with, someone that, you know, has a good family and, you know, um, may not be rich, but is, is definitely not in poverty, you know, just someone that I can identify with, not always so much struggle and so much, um, adversity um you know like i said i know that we need those those serious stories uh, a lot of these stories that are like when they see us is uh shining light to some of the injustices that have been done to us and i think that those stories are important but um there's some stuff that i've seen on netflix um some limited series there were there was one called on my block um, there was one called Everything Sucks, and it's just about, you know, some kids just going through high school, you know, um, with strong African-American leads. I mean, you know, you got some kids in these limited series that are like 14, 15 years old and um, showing a range of, you know, talent, emotion, and just everyday kids just trying to get through high school, you know, Um and I think we need more of that. We need more stories of um, just normal people. Um, those are the stories yeah. that I most enjoy. Uh, just stories of people trying to figure stuff out, you know. Just yeah. So I, I really do right. commend Netflix for their level of diversity, and it, and it's interesting too because some of their British content on Netflix their series um, 
it's interesting yeah. to, to see the diversity on those uh, BBC shows in how they have plenty of lead uh, African-American females as, um, you know, the lead roles. And it's just interesting to see their diversity. And, and there's not so much emphasis put on race. It's more just people trying to live their lives and figure things out. And I think we need more of that. Um, and, and like I said, it, I think it's great to have films that show injustice, but I also think we need a little bit more of a balance. Um, you know, we don't yeah. need uh, any more Tyler Perry's, no more Tyler Perry, no more Medea's. I don't need I those films. I need things in the middle, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well said. I, 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 only mm-hmm. thing I can add to that is, is uh, there's sometimes there's a little bit too much of a focus on victimology. I mean, various mm-hmm. groups have have things where they focus on on victimology, and I think that's that's can be counterproductive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil, what's your take on uh, diversity, ways to increase yeah, diversity? There's, there's diversity that matters and diversity, diversity that doesn't. Um, the color of somebody's skin is not important. What people look like is not important. Uh, it's the diversity of ideas is very important. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that, you know, that, 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 that's been my thing pretty much my whole life. I, what, what color you are, it, 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 it's a non sequitur. Um, you know, I'm glad to see that things are opening up. So now it's not unusual to see uh, a romantic lead as a black man dating a white woman or a white man or an Oriental woman or something like that. That that's. I mean, I, I'm glad it's not unusual anymore because, you know, baby, this is real life. You yeah. know, we, you know, the, the victimology thing, I mean, if we look back at history, all of us have ancestors that were slavers. All of us had ancestors that were slaves. Um, you know, there, there's, there's horror stories going on that are real all the time. They've been going on all through history. I think we do need to bring attention to them. Um, we do need to teach people about them because we don't want to keep doing this. We need to stop eventually. We need to stop violently forcing our views on other people and have people be free to make their own choices without having to worry about getting hurt. But, you know, that starts getting into different subjects that we're not covering here today. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, folks, so we're getting near the end. Time passes very quickly when you're having fun. I had a couple other people who wanted to dial in, but I think we we pretty much covered it tonight. Um, Before I let you all go, I guess, Neil, I'll start with you first. Uh, It's your time to plug any projects you're doing now or just tell us anything uh, you got coming up. Okay, let's see. Every Saturday I'm at the University Mall Theater in Fairfax doing the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Saturday's at midnight. Let's see, the 29th, I'm going to be part of a, July 29th, I'm going to be part of a comedy show at the Paradiso in Springfield. And 
God, this Friday we're still shooting Voorhees. Uh, you did a show on Voorhees about a year and a half ago, I think. It's taken that yeah, long to get this movie done, bro. <laughs> well, it's taken that long to get this movie done. Yeah, we're shooting it out here at my place, a lot of it anyway. Um, it, we're in post-production. A couple of scenes need to be shot yet, and I think the premiere for that is on... September 7th, if I remember right, at um, the AMC, AMC Theater, Hoffman Theaters, I think. I'm not sure about that. Okay. <laughs> Very good, man. That's good. Yeah. So like, nice, nice that you got a good, uh, some property out there you can film something like that. That's good. Yeah. And I'm, and I mean, I'm, I'm having fun. I mean, I lay stone for a living. I just act for fun. there you go there you go okay Kristen what you got coming up okay well right now I'm just kind of in rehearsal mode um, for 19 the musical Um, we've been workshopping um, the musical we've been performing in concert format for the last two years we most recently just performed at the Library of Congress for the opening of the suffragette exhibit at the Library of Congress. So that was our last performance. But right now we're in rehearsals. We'll be performing in November um, at the National Women's Museum in D.C. Um, So, yeah, just go visit our website, 19themusical.com. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what I'm working on. I just wrapped up a lot of things, pretty much been busy all of 2019. So I'm kind of just on vacation, really. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Neil, Kristen, I've, uh, thank you for the time. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I do too, man. Thank you. And Christian, it was a pleasure to hear your voice. I'm definitely curious about that. I'm going to be looking you up online as soon as I'm off. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. Well, thank thank you again, William, for all your support, for coming to all my various um, projects and stuff, and also congratulations on your 48-hour project completion. Yeah. So, okay. You said I hope to see that soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Have a great night. Okay. Thanks. You too. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, folks. Remember to do something for your career every single day and break a leg. Night. Under the dark you pacify me Hold my breath Take me down, I won't fight Beat on my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere 